This is WXDU, 88.7 FM, here at Duke University. Book Harvest is a Durham-based nonprofit that provides an abundance of books and ongoing literacy support to families and their children, and serves as a model for communities committed to ensuring that children are lifelong readers and learners. They host book drives, story times, maintain a public family space, and much more to learn about Book Harvest and ways you can help. Visit bookharvest.org. My name's Joe Vanderford. I'm a father, so happy Father's Day to me. And I'm guesting today on Out There a Minute with my son Andy, professional DJ. And we're going to be listening to a lot of music by Wayne Shorter today, one of my heroes, who just died earlier this year at the age of 89, He uh, played phenomenal saxophone and wrote phenomenal tunes over seven decades. A true icon in jazz, one of the best composers in jazz history, and certainly up there on the list of tenor and soprano saxophone players. I had the privilege of seeing Wayne several times and interviewed him a couple times. And I just love Wayne Shorter. And wherever he is now, could be planet Mars or on the Starship Enterprise, I wish Wayne the best. So we're going to listen to a lot of his music today. And we're going to start out with something he recorded in 1964 with the Gil Evans Orchestra. It's known by various titles, Barracudas, Barracuda, uh, also General Assembly. But this is a Gil Evans composition featuring Kenny Burrell on guitar and Wayne Shorter on tenor saxophone, and it's called Time of the Barracudas. Thank you. 
Chameleon by Herbie Hancock. That's Andy Vanderford's theme song for Out There a Minute. And this is Joe Vanderford, guest DJ today on Andy's show. We just heard Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers from 1960. Uh, one of the best editions of the Jazz Messengers. Wayne Shorter on tenor, Lee Morgan on trumpet. And uh, in that version... Um, Bobby Timmons was on piano, later replaced by Cedar Walton. And that was Chess Players, one of Wayne Shorter's best-known compositions for Art Blakey. Again, recorded in 1960 off the legendary The Big Beat by Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. At this point in his life, uh, Wayne was hanging out a lot with John Coltrane. They were rehearsing together. Uh, Coltrane's tenor sound was very influential upon Wayne's tenor sound, but they would uh, hole up in Coltrane's apartment and grab their horns and often play looking at each other and their saxophones in the mirror at that point. Wayne's talked a lot since then about his close relationship with John Coltrane, and you can hear all of Coltrane's sound in the early Wayne Shorter tenor player, tenor playing from that era. Um, Wayne didn't take the opportunity to pay tribute to Coltrane directly for the rest of his career, but there are some exceptions. Beautiful song Naima that John Coltrane wrote for his wife, Naima. Uh, Wayne played on a version of that by Lionel Luwakey, who is currently Herbie Hancock's guitar player. And Lionel and Wayne recorded a beautiful version of Naima in 2008. And here it is.
Criancas, Portuguese for children. Wayne Shorter and his band, a short-lived band, but a band that appeared here at Duke at Reynolds Theater in 1985. It was Wayne's first tour as a solo artist after Weather Report broke up in 1985. And that's from the record Atlantis, which was poorly reviewed at the time, completely through composed by Wayne. He wrote out everything, no improvised solos. Um, but this album has aged well over time and contains a couple of fantastic Wayne Shorter compositions, including Criancas. Earlier, we heard the famous Mosaic, one of Cedar Walton's compositions written for Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. And that featured Wayne Shorter on tenor and Freddie Hubbard just blowing his brains out on trumpet. One of the great performances by Freddie Hubbard with Art Blakey. And Cedar Walton also soloed on piano, his great composition, Mosaic. And we began with Naima, composed by John Coltrane, written for his wife at the time, Naima. He was married to Naima before he married Alice Coltrane later. And that featured Wayne on Squeaky Soprano with Lionel Luiki and it's on uh, Lionel's record, Caribou. This is WXDU, the voice of Duke University. Established in 1966, the Eno River Association is a nonprofit band, uh, land trust, and conservation organization driven by a mission to conserve and protect the natural, historical, and cultural resources of the Eno River Basin. The basin currently spans 7,500 acres of land in Durham and Orange County. It's home to six public parks. Visitors can find places to hike, fish, bike, paddle, picnic, camp, and more. Visit enoriver.org for more information. You ready for some Miles Davis? Let's cue up the famous Plugged Nickel live sessions from 1965 at the Plugged Nickel in Chicago, a working band, which eventually grew to be called the second classic Miles Davis quintet. Tony Williams, Ron Carter, Herbie Hancock, Miles Davis, and tenor saxophone Wayne Shorter on the infamous So What?,
Wayne Shorter's most famous composition, Footprints, still played all the time by many people. Spooky. And we just heard the first two recorded versions of it. Wayne Shorter actually recorded it before Miles with Wayne recorded it. And we just heard uh, Wayne's version from the uh, classic Blue Note recording, Adam's Apple. We heard Reggie Workman on bass. And uh, Joe Chambers on drums. Andy Vanderford's old teacher, tutor, for a brief period of time. Herbie Hancock was on that version. And uh, Herbie Hancock was also on the Miles Davis version, which we heard earlier with Ron Carter and Tony Williams and Miles, of course, and Wayne on the classic Footprints. We began the set with some live music from 1965. The famous Chicago club Plugged Nickel became a workshop for the Miles Davis Quintet for a week in 1965. Just a working band playing hard and sort of bootleg quality sound there. Those recordings uh, were not released uh, until a generation after they had been recorded in 1965. But they've become very famous now, part of a seven-CD set on Columbia Legacy called Live at the Plug Nickel. And you hear Wayne Shorter in the formative stages of his Miles Davis sound. Very conversational, obtuse, odd, and beautiful and that band played a really rollicking version of so what which is so so different than the original recording on kind of blues so what miles davis quintet featuring wayne shorter at the end of miles at the end of wayne shorter's stint with miles davis he left the band finally in 1970 but between 68 and 69 wayne shorter was participating in what ultimately became the birth of jazz rock and the Miles Davis bands of that period. And Wayne uh, had a trick up his sleeve, and that trick was the soprano saxophone. Since he emerged on the scene in 1958, he had been a tenor player only. But in 1968, he seriously taught himself how to play soprano saxophone. And uh, that saxophone was unveiled on the landmark In a Silent Way recording by Miles Davis and various bandmates in 1969. And this is Wayne Shorter's first recording on soprano saxophone, the beautiful title cut in a silent way written by his friend Joe Zavinal.
This is WXDU 88.7 on your FM dial. Duke University Radio here in Durham, North Kakalaki. WXDU's weekly news hour airs a mix of global, environmental, and activist coverage, local arts and events and interviews, and in-season Duke sports analysis. Tune in to WXDU News on the Sundays at 6, and follow WXDU News on Twitter. Okay? We spent the morning with Wayne Shorter. Happy Father's Day, Wayne, and all fathers out there. We just heard Lilia, a Milton Nascimento tune from the landmark record Native Dancer from 1974. Uh, An absolutely unique record in this universe. Uh, A mixture of Brazilian and American musicians, some of whom never met before this session. In 74, they holed up in Wayne's house in Los Angeles and spent a month recording this really honest fusion of Brazilian and African-American culture. And there's nothing like it. The album still sells well, and it's one of uh, Wayne's bright moments and a career full of bright moments. Uh, Milton Nascimento is the singer. Wayne Shorter played primarily soprano on that. And the album was recorded with guide tracks, with sort of dummy vocal tracks by Milton, uh, who was part of the scene there, but not, uh, it was not Milton's record, it was Wayne's record. Anyway, these guide tracks were so true and so good and so beautiful, and Milton's high voice blended so well with Wayne's soprano that they decided to make it a uh, cooperative venture between Milton Nascimento. And Wayne Shorter. Milton just retired, sort of the Stevie Wonder of Brazil, one of the preeminent songwriters in the history of Brazilian pop. And uh, Milton and Wayne became soulmates after those sessions way back in 1974. Earlier, we heard the great vocalist Helen Merrill, a song called Out of This World. And she duets with Wayne there, also on soprano. And finally, uh, one of the most important collaborators in Wayne Shorter's career was Joni Mitchell. And he recorded, uh, I think, almost a dozen records with Joni and became her sort of sparring partner uh, and just enhanced everything that Joni did in that part of her career during the 70s and 80s and early 90s. We heard Lucky Girl, Joni's song, and a very concise solo, 16 bars by Wayne on soprano, probably written out and uh, some of the best 16 bars he ever played. It was just a beautiful song. Lucky Girl, composed and sung by Joni Mitchell and played by Wayne Shorter and Joni Mitchell. We're going to move on to Weather Report and uh, sort of the final chapter of the electric Wayne Shorter. And this is a song called Blackthorn Rose.
Bike Durham believes everyone should have access to safe, affordable, and sustainable transportation, regardless of who they are or where they live. Biking and walking are the most healthy and sustainable ways to move. Through events, advocacy, and education, Bike Durham empowers all people to walk, bike, and ride transit more often. To learn more, check out bikedurham.org. Um... The last long-term electric project of Wayne Shorter's career was Weather Report, which sort of took the lessons learned when Wayne and others were part of Miles Davis's late 60s band, and they came up with their own original music and concept sort of based on that, sort of loose electronics, electric keyboards, eventually synthesizers, and uh, Weather Report became a very popular band. Uh, led by Joe Zavinel, keyboard player, who was first famous in Cannonball Adderley's band. And uh, Wayne joined up on tenor and soprano sax, and initially Miroslav Vitus was the bass player. Uh, Alfonso Johnson inherited his position. Subsequently, Jaco Pastorius joined the band in 76 or 77, and Weather Report was off and running. But we listened to three early Weather Report selections pre-Jaco Pastorius. Uh, we heard Mysterious Traveler from 1974, Wayne's phenomenal composition. He also plays piano on that in addition to tenor and soprano. Uh, we heard Elegant People from the album Black Market from 1976, uh, a tune that many people are playing now. It's become part of the jazz literature. Uh, that tune is notable from its original performance for a timbali solo by Alex Acuna, who lives on today, one of the best drummers in the world. And Blackthorn Rose started that set, also from 1974. It's a duet between Wayne on various saxophones and Joe Zavinal on primarily acoustic piano, also melodica. And that tune is, is famous because there are not too many duets in the discography of Weather Report featuring just Joe Zavinal, the leader, and his compadre and close friend Wayne Shorter. So that was our Weather Report set, and we're drawing to a close here uh, without there a minute today. Joe Vanderford pinch hitting for Andy, and uh, we're going to close this out with Wayne Shorter's last band, a, a marvelous quartet featuring Danilo Perez on piano, uh, John Patitucci on bass, and the remarkable drummer Brian Blade. They were together for 16 years, excuse me, 18 years, until Wayne stopped playing saxophone in 2018. And uh, those of you in the Triangle area probably saw Wayne and his band at some point, a remarkable, highly improvising group uh, a group that would hit the stage without a set list and just go working their way through various Wayne Shorter compositions. We're going to listen to Mascalero by that band this was recorded live in 2001 Mascalero uh, rescued from the Miles Davis repertoire of the mid 60s uh, and a really great tune. So keep listening to jazz Tune in to Andy in the uh, upcoming weeks, and I've had fun uh, hanging out with you today. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers, mothers, sisters, and brothers. See you soon.